0: Hi everybody and welcome to the BAM Creative Show. Uh, We are your hosts uh, Richard, Jess, Josh. Uh, We work at BAM Creative. We talk about digital marketing stuff. Uh, This is episode 17. Uh, Jess, what's on the cards today?
1: Can I just go first? I need to clear up. I need to make a correction.
0: Breaking news!
1: I need to make a correction of last episode. It's really serious and important. In last episode I stated that the Joker... <laughs> in the dark, it's super important. I don't want any hate, you guys. But in the Dark Knight, the Dark Knight, or the Dark Knight Rises, yeah, the Dark Knight, the Dark Knight, I stated that the Joker told his um, dad story to Maggie Gyllenhaal's character, who's Rachel Dawes. I learnt this. That was incorrect. He actually told her the wife story. So I just want to clear that up and just like let everyone know. <laughs>
0: Convenient these <laughs> movies were playing on free-to-air TV last week.
1: On s- Saturday night or Sunday yeah. night? Yeah, I think so it's so more I...
2: convenient. It was available on Netflix.
1: Oh, no. It's, um, The Dark Knight Rises mm. is not on Netflix anymore, but um, I believe... Netflix US. The third one's on. Oh.
2: I've been told
0: by people.
1: Some people that, yeah. Yeah,
0: good. Yeah, so yeah, just... So wanna... we talk about digital marketing. <laughs> um.
1: Sometimes <laughs> wrestling and sometimes the Batman oh, universe... Oh, and we also found out today because I've been trying to find some Christmas movies, and that Batman Forever
0: Mm-mm, is mm-hmm, also set mm-hmm. during Christmas. Wrong. So wrong. Bat- oh, Batman Christmas happened. Isn't that Batman Returns? Returns? Oh, is it ba- oh, Batman Returns. We don't speak oh. of Batman Forever or any movie that happened after that, It's
1: Forever with Clooney?
0: After that? No, that Before. was Batman and Robin. Batman Forever is Val Kilmer. Ugh.
1: Oh. Ugh. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um. Yes. So. <laughs> So I wanted to actually. Just needs to
2: get a fact straight. I know. Oh my
1: god. I need to do like a correction corner for correction corner. Yeah. All right. Corrections, corrections. But um, so what's happening this week in the www? The
0: tech sphere.
1: The tech sphere is that um, Facebook. I'm going to jump in with Facey at the moment Mm. because Facebook have actually um, they're updating their platform, the Stories platform, to allow people to use at events. in groups, which is pretty cool, because it actually allows multiple people to contribute to a story, almost as if um, you had your own hashtag, like if you went to a wedding, Mm
0: -hmm. and it was,
1: yeah, so that's pretty cool, Mm because, you know, I think it will really work, especially if you have a business, and you're running a promotion, and you can sort of either run competitions with it, or you can just kind of increase, I don't know, uh, encourage content towards your brand, like that kind of sharing.
2: So it's kind of like the functionality on Snapchat already? Yeah. 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 Based on the area, you can be able to see all the compilated video content. Yeah.
1: Although I think there was something different between the Snapchat one and the Facebook one. I can't quite remember. There's like an actual significant difference between them, but it just sounds like whatever Snapchat is trying to do, Facebook is just trying to like get in there. It is working. working. Cool. Yeah. um,
2: It is stopping the bleed.
1: It is. And Uh, Leaning on from last week's episode when we actually did talk about Snapchat, um, TechCrunch actually released a really cool article, I think it was yesterday, or the day before, but they actually went in-depth into Snapchat's current fault. So it was basically a summary of what's been going on with Snapchat and since the Q3 announcement, I think it was, um, how they're hoping to right some wrongs of the past and revive snapchat so it'll be really yeah. interesting to see and i remember last episode you were like i'm gonna put my like you're gonna buy some snapchat done in a week i've changed my mind i've decided that i, I think yep yeah. i think snapchat are gonna they
0: have a future i think that yeah so you've got some notes here thanks jess um i'm That's seeing one. adults and usability now i would That's say that the defining feature of snapchat is that it's bloody impossible to use unless oh yeah <laughs> uh, you're at a, um, a younger generation kind of
1: but age. You know, I don't know if that's. I think it's like when you're an adult, mm. like us, seasoned mm. adults. I get like I get to a point where I'm like, Nah, I don't want to change. I'm good. Like I know everything. Yeah. I mean, I'm just gonna summarise that. I know it all and young kids are more like they're curious and they want to learn and like them knowing something that adults don't know is like that kind of yeah
0: and that's healthy and i feel i feel that we are very clever snapchat we're very clever in taking um the general way that um software has evolved over time with a touch interface and um it can you know uh, what do you call it just the tropes that have evolved from that and then doing the opposite of what you expect To deliberately make it difficult, and I think the kids love that. So I'm I'm really interested to see um, whether broadening the appeal um, works for or works against um, in terms of the you know the, the existing market they already have. I don't
1: know. Yeah, it'd be kind of interesting to see because if Snapchat's usage has dropped, although it's still popular with the um, younger the kids, mm. um, but if it's dropped and say those kids are going and using Instagram Stories. I would say probably more likely than Facebook stories. But, um, yeah, Is, are they at risk of alienating that group by...
0: Or does it matter? Or does like, it matter? they are probably going to alienate the group that like yeah. alienating other people, but does that matter if we're talking a larger population base that gets into it? Um, what's in it for them? I guess it's kind of like the Instagram... It's more like Instagram on a Facebook scale where it's, it's people that you know. Mm. do you feel that snapchat's a bit like that i'm not sure trying to figure out the point of difference and why like whether or not there is a a market uh to be had with people that are currently using instagram yeah it is okay yeah
2: it's more so for those that you already know and associate with who have also gone to the platform and so you're just you're viewing their content they're viewing yours i think it's interesting the the ux for that is really it's predicated on fresh creating content then viewing content which is why every time you open it it goes straight to the camera Mm. irrespective Mm of you know whether you want to go to view what your friends are putting out as content or whether you want to put out your own so um yeah i'm not too sure how that that process will change going forward but i like i said last week i can attest to um, more than the number of people i would have ordinarily think Mm. would be using the platform actually using it Mm. um, who don't fall within that Uh, say 14 to 22 demographic or 14 to 25 demographic and are actually a little bit older than that yeah but um yeah i think the the key areas of change there would be like there has to be some kind of feed put into it at some point in time Mm. just to make it a lot easier um i think the being able to browse so uh, i think that positioning of you can only view the content of people whose snapchat ids or um, usernames you know Mm. uh, i think you know if that does change then that'll definitely broaden yeah like the amount of content that you can view and thus the time that you spend on the, yeah. on the platform and then possibly the additional connections that you make because right now you have to go to Instagram or you have to go to Twitter or Facebook and put up your Snapchat um, username to be able to get more people to follow you mm. and for you to follow them back. So I think they need to figure out a way to do that. Mm. Um, and they do try that to an extent in terms of just going through your phone list. yeah people you know yeah. yeah but then there are always going to be like a percentage of people who you don't have as a contact um and then definitely the the minority who are actually large content creators yeah so yeah i think it's exciting times but no if you didn't jump on 12.71 us did just you done. buy any or yeah oh really for
1: sure oh my god i just thought you were like it was all for show no man you were serious oh my god there would have to
2: be an economic disaster for them to collapse and not be able to recover like just it doesn't make sense
1: hmm. 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 i'm gonna ask you for a loan one day the time will come mm. yeah. and then i'll be like i'm sorry i didn't believe in snapchat josh is rich from all
0: those bitcoins he purchased <laughs> so many years ago. oh those coins yeah the bits of coins mm-hmm. That were little on, on the bits, floor, little
1: little pieces. pieces of bits. Yeah, I just want to touch on one of the most significant parts of this article, which is really well written, by the way, and I'll add it into the show notes. Um, is that they talked about the philosophy of Snapchat, which is basically um, the fact that. What's his name? Evan Spiegel. He yep. just kind of wings stuff without reviewing any data. That's how he used to do it. So sure. he would remove features or add features just because he thought, well, I think I don't really know whether he thought maybe this will work or he just wanted to try stuff out, but he would do it. And I think he would, uh, there's actually a quote in that article where he said he was. He just sort of does stuff whenever without actually consulting yeah, I can any see data. That.
0: Um, if you think yeah. about the, the spectacles, yeah. Because that's interesting, right? And that's that's like, risky. Well, yeah. because Google Glass came and went, and um, this is kind of the same thing, just mm. completely different mm. demographic, but it was received really, really well. But I do understand they now have lots of excess stock. Uh, kind of yeah. shift, and I think that could right. be contributing to the, like, where are they going, what are they doing kind of thing. Yeah. And Google yeah. goes through this, Amazon goes through this, they're like, oh, I'll just put something out there. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of why Google had to reforming to Alphabet with Google just being a part of that so that mm. all the moonshot ideas could be separated from Google as a, a you know a platform mm. itself. Um, and Amazon, you know, they just make so much stuff and some things just don't work and yep. they just keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess they, yeah, they've got a lot more money, a lot more security there. So someone like um, Snapchat really are kind of maybe having to show a bit of maturity at the moment to prove they, they can actually have sustainability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's exciting times.
1: Yeah, I just, I, I am really concerned as to how he even got to the point where he thought, I'm just going to keep trying stuff mm. without, you know, without it being backed by any data at all. And then kind of like now deciding, maybe I shouldn't do that, especially when there. are mm. I don't know. I mean, I'm all about trying stuff. We did actually talk about <laughs> We try stuff that we, uh, don't even see, know we do know try, try stuff work, constantly so. But we actually did talk about yeah. How Gary V My husband How he did actually Move Ask Gary V Off YouTube And put it onto Facebook And I think he was streaming it Facebook Live yep. And he was Had his own I think it was on Facebook TV Or whatever the, th- the thing is And I think it's been a month Or two months And he's actually moved it Back to YouTube now Because I guess the data showed that It just wasn't really working So okay. I don't know I we know. like
0: experimenting, like you just said. Yeah. We, we, we think it's important to try things. But I guess um, uh, this reminds me of another group who just do random things because they think it elevates their status mm-hmm. and how they want to be perceived, and that would be Cards Against Humanity. They mm-hmm. do random things. They say, give us money, we'll dig a hole, that mm. sort of thing. And that is them just blatantly saying, we just don't care, and that makes us cool. Yeah. So maybe he's sort of wrapped up in that rock star approach.
1: Yeah, I think he's a bit of a rock star, isn't he?
0: I didn't remember
2: going
1: to sign I, thought I thought you were going to say, I always <laughs> want to go, yeah. I like want to throw to Josh for the PC of everything, but hot tip, Cards Against Humanity will save your family Christmas do. I guarantee it, last Christmas we played it for nine hours, like the players kind of mm. rotated, but nine hours, and then the previous Christmas I think was about five, but yeah, if you buy the expansion packs, you have many, many hours, so that's just like. Oh, and buy them now. Yep. <laughs> the longer you wait, they sell out. Last Christmas, there was a waiting list. Oh, really? Yeah, I had people asking me if they could borrow mine, and I was like, no, hmm. you cannot. <laughs> it's the only time I ever need it is Christmas yeah. time.
0: Yep, um,
1: But yeah, and the other thing I wanted to touch on as well is the fact that um, Moz announced, I think it was a few hours ago, that they're rewriting the beginner's guide to SEO. And this is kind of important because if you're like me and, you know, you kind of read, the internet all day, every day to learn stuff. Um, this particular guide, I think it was written about eight or nine years ago, and it was one of the first SEO guides that I ever read because I was teaching myself SEO. And it, I would say it's likely a lot of other people's mm. kind of like first touchstone with learning how to do SEO themselves. Um, so they're rewriting it bit by bit. I think that it's made up of like nine parts or something and it covers like SEO research, offsite, technical fixes, all that kind yep. of stuff. Um, and they're rewriting it bit by bit, and then um, they're actually um, taking on board uh, community comments as well to improve the content, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, it's good. Um, because I suppose uh, oh, it's going to be free, which I think is also cool. Yeah. But I think the fact is with SEO, we don't ever really have confirmation from Google about anything yeah. that affects our rankings at all. Um, just you know, data from various studies and things like that. And I think it is a very SEO is a very um, community-based kind of you know, yeah, like it's kind it, of fueled by information.
0: It's also constantly evolving, right? So mm. to leave anything as the definitive guide for a long time is, you know, it's it's gonna be out of date eventually. So yeah, I think it's a good, it's good super
1: out of date right yeah. now, but it's still yeah. like yeah. the information is kind of timeless. That you know, if someone's just getting started, that they could hop on there and learn some basics before they go off somewhere else. But I think it's really cool. Um, yeah, so I guess that's gonna be happening over the next few months or so fun times that's pretty much it for like what's going on with platforms and digital marketing on online but yeah um so last episode we um my computer my battery died um and so I didn't get to go to any of the other questions that we got but we did get one which I shall read for you now and then we shall discuss and maybe I will try and stay on topic but I'm not guaranteeing. So the question is I'm consider <laughs> I'm considering starting a blog, but also considering blogging on LinkedIn. What are the considerations here? Now you received this question, so you may yes. have, be able to give us a bit more background as to perhaps No?
2: Probably not. Just Probably like not. the last question. Let's just go yeah, yeah, I'm like,
1: what are the considerations here? Well, there are many considerations. As in like, what did you have for breakfast? What is there to have for breakfast? Is Can that I...
0: what you're blogging about? No. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, is this a breakfast
1: blog? <laughs> um, yeah, and look Business uh,
2: breakfast blog
1: <laughs> That is such a good idea Actually, business breakfast are yep. uh, really interesting because a lot of times I find that there's
2: We're doing a business breakfast We
1: are doing a business breakfast right now We're, gonna We're gonna planning the it. menu yeah. We're
2: going to blog about it We're
1: going to blog about <laughs> the items that we really Eat. appreciate Oh, sorry I <laughs> Cover. Business profits are hard, you can't have bacon and eggs. There's too this is too much investment in bacon and eggs. You can have like croissants and like things you can just eat with one hand. That it's too noisy, there'd be too much... <laughs> yeah. And sometimes bacon's tough. Mm. Like the fat and then mm. you, like, yeah, s- you're
2: like... it. Yeah, no, but that's why you have like a 20 minute or a 15 minute window to be able to eat your food. Mm-hmm. And then after that you have whatever the pitch is or whatever mm-hmm. the lesson is. Mm. And then you have the dialogue and you maybe have, you know, whatever it is, maybe like um, a Q&A or yeah. a deep dive into somebody's website or their marketing strategy. Mm. it can work yeah. but
1: I think it's pretty useless like if there's food and I'm expected to eat it I'm pretty high, useless what about so you've a got high tea? a high tea? you just sort
0: of take what you want then you get a bit full and then you're listening and digesting and then you're like oh I might just have another little cake but no, I think high is a great idea yeah.
1: yes but but like finger sandwiches really really good but like cupcakes and things like that
0: yeah little, little, tiny we, little yeah it's yeah. got to be
1: the mini ones because the big ones you cut them anyway I cut them it's kind of expected that you cut them to share.
2: Mm, not if no? you're eating No? no, yourself. no.
1: Mm, I just can't. I say, personally, I'm not about food at business meetings. No. That's I right. You can to... still be there. We've you'll you'll be meetings
0: talking. Lately though, when we put our food in, that that was received quite well, I thought.
1: Yeah, Yeah, but I didn't eat any until after. I like to maintain we did that that's all right
2: you don't have to eat at the business breakfast that we're still holding
1: yes i'll just um <laughs> sit there and have it served to me and then look at it and be like mm, and then move it a little bit around my plate it means
2: rich and i can just get you to the chair the meeting and then we'll just finish <laughs> our breakfast and then after that we'll jump in just to help you out once yeah. we're finished um,
1: So this question. In case oh you guys yeah, it's forgot, getting back, oh, getting back to the question. So I'll just recap.
0: Uh, so sorry, we all right. forgot the question. Read really?
1: it again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm considering starting a blog, but also considering blogging on LinkedIn. What are the considerations here? So I'm going to assume the considerations hmm. are between blogging on your own site or possibly another platform, and in comparison to, or possibly considering blogging on LinkedIn. Um, for me, I'm, I'm all about... I feel like, like you just restated the I, question, I know, I not did. as a question. And just, yeah. Um, <laughs> I just want to like, reiterate because I want to just like confirm that I'm no longer talking about breakfast and I am talking about blogging and creating cool. content on... Um,
0: We've got this. <laughs> I've
1: got this. Um, but this is a really interesting question because uh, LinkedIn have been you know, a bit of a focus lately. Especially because it's really transformed from like a job board, an interactive job board, now to like a content um, platform, which is really cool and interesting. And so for me, my really short answer would be both. So, discuss
0: in considering starting a blog, but also considering blogging on LinkedIn, what are the considerations? Your answer is both. You do both. So then it comes down to what are the differences? Mm Mm-hmm. And for me, that's, yeah. all right, well, what are people doing on, on either one of them? Um, okay, a blog, mm-hmm. um, it's probably, uh, you're probably going to get there from Google, would you say? Nine times out of 10, it's because um, unless someone, unless, unless you write articles that lots of people enjoy reading and they, they frequently go back to see what else is new, Yep, mm-hmm. nine times out of 10, I would say it's answering a question. And you're getting traffic to your site mm. yeah, through that keyword. For like SEO, so yeah, Yeah. okay. Um, so you could have a bit of a long form kind of thing happening there. Um, with LinkedIn, what are you doing when you post something? Are you raising your own authority? Basically, is that kind of what you're what you're doing, or are you trying to inform people uh, within a certain industry? Are there going to be differences in the content? I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't post exactly the same article that I wrote on my blog onto LinkedIn. No, um, but I guess you could.
1: you could. I wouldn't, but you wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't, yeah. No, I wouldn't either. I'd rewrite
2: the content to be hmm. relevant to LinkedIn. I think it comes back to your strategy overall. Like you can do the tactic, you can implement posting an article on blog on a hmm. blog or on LinkedIn or on Medium.com, but the tactic devoid of the reason why or that planning beforehand can often result in no benefit at all. Mm-hmm. So I guess it depends on like why you what what are the things you're trying to do whether it's to better position yourself as an authority mm-hmm. on LinkedIn yeah um, uh, or whether it's just to to get uh, additional qualified traffic to your website for certain keyword phrases yeah or for certain topics that are relevant today um, so that you can hopefully build up your awareness on your website of who you are and then maybe get a conversion through that of the phone opt-in etc then that's that's another consideration but I think like ultimately if you, if you know what it is that you want to achieve, Mm. then that'll determine whether you go through
0: a blog or whether you go through the LinkedIn Mm. posts. Could I just throw out a question? Do you think it's fair to say, um, thinking back in the scenarios of blog, um, and LinkedIn, that a blog, um, it's more important for it to be helpful and, um, on LinkedIn it's more important for it to be interesting. Do you think that's fair? I
1: think it could be helpful on LinkedIn. I suppose it depends on the audience as well. The audience on LinkedIn would be, say, different to an audience on your blog or even an audience on Facebook, for example. Like, Facebook audience would want to be entertained. Um, But I feel like on LinkedIn, they want to be more educated than entertained. And so I think the information would be... I don't know. I I feel
2: everyone just consumes content. Like, Like like it doesn't matter what what medium, whether it's on your website or on LinkedIn. Like, ultimately, when you're going through a feed, Mm. looking at what who's interacting or who's posting content, you get a myriad of responses. Sometimes it's you know somebody putting out content about them being at a local event or an international yeah. event. Sometimes it's about the latest activity, completed project. Um, it could be about uh, like a helpful, like a tagline that leads to an external link. Um, and then you've got your own articles mm-hmm. that are
0: natively published there. Do you think that LinkedIn needs to have, a link, LinkedIn piece of content needs to have slightly broader appeal than what you would put on your website, which is like, purely focused in your product, service, industry, whatever it is, do you think um, the fact that you'd have contacts there that you may have done business with but aren't actually in your vertical, um, if you want them to be interested and resonate with that, then maybe you need to apply uh, something that has broader appeal like social issues or like just things that apply across across the spectrum or is that maybe. completely, you know, maybe. at your like, discretion? I'd
2: rather be, I'd rather be highly valued by a small percentage of the market mm-hmm. that Will help me to achieve some type of goal, okay. rather than just you know Chaos. casually I- yeah. interesting to everyone across the board. Sure, mm-hmm. um, but then that that again goes back to like well, what's the what's the main objective there in terms yeah. of doing it? Josh,
0: you've you've written some great articles in the last Aww. few weeks. Thanks, uh, I'd buddy. say they have you know universal appeal. Do you guys want a hug? <laughs> we'll do that later. Like... Yeah, yeah. In the after show. Right. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And I think I think they were very successful as a result of having a broad appeal. So I just wonder yeah. Yeah. whether or not it's good to uh, like. Could you could you get away with doing that on a blog that was purely business focused? Like, I think that leans back to maybe not it being. Uh,
2: well, it's interesting. I guess, yeah, the distinction of general content versus yeah. like evergreen content that will always be valuable. Mm. Yeah, I I feel there's a separation between the two, only in terms of I guess how targeted the content is. So. Like the, the most recent one that I did was, wasn't was actually about, it was a little bit about business, but it was also about that maintaining harmony in your life, which like you say, it doesn't matter which mm. occupation you're in, that can have some intrinsic value to you if you, if you agree with that position. Sure. Um, I did read content from an article this morning about, um, I think the title was, like where have all the great sales people gone right. and it just goes through the process it's a very lengthy mm. article on LinkedIn mm. and it was it had a number of shares and, and likes and comments on that but um, yeah that content was very very in depth about sales, the change in the industry um, how things used to, to happen yeah. in terms of being trained as a salesperson, person and, and all the rest of that stuff so yeah I think that has intrinsic value for the greater audience sure. so I guess to your point if somebody can come up with a great article that helps to position them because this was or that was by this was by somebody who was a sales trainer yeah. who put it. So for them, there's intrinsic benefit to uh, that over and above just putting out a great article that your immediate first yeah. you know degree network kind of picks up. So yeah, I think that's the goal of, of everyone, and, and you can see that in the way the content's put on LinkedIn. Yeah. You can also see some some hacks currently where people are trying to do the double spacing or single spacing between content oh, to make it easier for people to consume. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you've got like the small majority, or oh, small minority, sorry, that come back and say, well, oh, I hate the layout of this, even though they spend the time to comment on mm-hmm. that particular
0: well, that's, that's another
1: point. As well. I'd actually yeah. like to just finally talk. I um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just just to add on to that, whole that thought, mm-hmm. but just to add on to that as well, if I feel as though it's like you're really asking like what kind of content would I put on LinkedIn? Just throw it out. As as well, like, yeah. yeah, I mean like I feel if it, like the whole aim really mm. of creating content is to, yeah, position and also, I guess you want people to actually consume it, right? I mean, that would be the ultimate goal. You just want really to mm. like put it out to the wind. And so I feel as though whatever content you put out, as long as it, you feel as though it's going to help others in their business, so even if that's about like the article that you wrote, um, like personal development or um, there's a really cool article I read yesterday just about podcasting and it wasn't even podcasting for your business, it was just like how to get started in podcasting. Right. And I feel like if any content can be in some roundabout way eventually lead to assisting in business, I always think of um, Tony Robbins because he has a really awesome Um, personal development Mm. it's like an eight-part series and it starts with everything else so like you're managing your emotions managing all this stuff and then he's like we're going to get to the money part but it's like way at the end because it's sort of like forming that foundation um, your personal foundation before you get to money Um, so you're a bit more yeah it's just a really interesting way of doing it so I think it can be quite broad as long as yeah it matches with your strategy and how you want to position yourself. Yeah. Okay, go.
0: Yeah, so the other difference um, you just touched upon there Josh, that I see is, um, like I can't think of a single local business blog I've ever seen that had a whole bunch of comments for everything that was written. But, oh yeah, great yeah. idea, like all of that sort of thing, you're not going to get that, um, yeah. unless you're all, you know, a big player, probably international, uh, yeah. in, in my observation mm. we LinkedIn. It's all about, oh, I found that really engaging, Uh, well done, I probably know you, we've probably done business, so you're going to get probably instant satisfaction, you're going to get recognition that someone has read that and got something out of it Mm -hmm. by publishing it on LinkedIn that you probably wouldn't get if you just put it on your blog and looked at Google Analytics numbers. Um, It's from probably a a more localised subset of people, but there might be more people in the short term that are stumbling across it, like I say. Mm. So it's, it's, it's quite interesting.
2: No, I think it's exciting because it's, it's another platform to be hacked, really. Yeah. Oh yeah. And um, I know how you said that it's recently become this content marketing a content space, but mm. I know that your ability to put, put put out pulses has been there for years, mm-hmm. um, your ability to be able to liaise with people. I know that in recent months, we've had the the more prominent in, like push mm. of hashtags and then, of course, native video taking a step up. So yeah. I think that, in a, to a degree, is going to be really great. Mm-hmm. And so I'm quite excited to see how the platform continues to evolve over time. Um, but yeah, like like everything, you just you just got to hack it in the way that it's, it's going to give you the greatest leverage in your business yeah. or in your whatever your career life is. So I yeah.
1: don't necessarily what I so what I meant by that was the way that people are interacting with the platform has evolved and changed, and that's where the attention is, I feel that's a really, yeah, important um, opportunity to take. And yeah, I mean, one of the things we were talking about the other day was that, um, you know, creating an article for, so if you're an individual, you can create articles. I don't think businesses have the capability of creating articles just yet. Um, The other thing that they have is um, an influencer program. So I think it's only it's invitation only at the moment, Mm. Um, but if you are selected as an influencer, you have a badge or something, and you look awesome on LinkedIn, and so I I don't know if that also applies to maybe the algorithm's different, maybe influencer articles Mm. are prioritized in your feed, I'm not too sure, Um, but it would be kind of cool to um, have that, like if you're in an organization or a company or something like that, and you're putting out content, then Mm. to have someone in your organization be Yeah, put forward. I think it's you can nominate or something. I'm not too sure. Um, But that would be really cool. But if they are able to one day increase the um, capability of LinkedIn to allow uh, companies to publish articles, Mm, I do wonder why they don't allow that though. I'm wondering if it's because it kind of removes that personal aspect of someone for a company blogging or writing an article. That's Um, LinkedIn's
0: big point of difference, I I reckon. mm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
2: Yeah. It's so about no it's about hiding. individuals, yeah. it's about
0: careers, yeah. it's yeah. about networking on a professional
2: basis. Yeah. Mm. And so to I guess remove native publication from businesses just removes that element of authenticity? Oh no, it just removes just removes that, that element happens. of clutter from your feed. Oh yeah. Mm. So yeah, you can't post content mm. from, you know, Geico or whoever oh, it yeah. is, um, consistently. And then yeah, there's still ways to do like you po- you publish it on your own website and link off to it. Yeah. Um, but I think it really is about people being able to engage with people. Yeah. Yep. So if they read an article from a person, they can be able to consume it, comment to the person rather yeah. than comment to the brand. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's me not having to talk like I've never talked to anyone from LinkedIn. Um, so that's just yeah mm-hmm. my gut
0: feeling there. But mm-hmm. you take you've got a lot more responsibility when it comes back to you rather than to you. oh well. Uh well,
1: there's accountability you're so, you're so, yeah. Well in yes Individual level yeah. yeah that's it yeah, yeah. and like I think
0: really, that's really important yeah. Right? Mm.
2: Like it shows like if you're putting out content or you're putting out information, then you should be able to back it up. And yeah. if you can't back it up or if you you can't manage a conversation, a civil debate about something, then yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, maybe you shouldn't have really started down that road. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. But it does really Oops. open up the doors to, you know, for LinkedIn to be a possibility. I know a lot of people talk a lot about Facebook and Instagram. And, um, Marketing, but haven't really talked a lot about uh, LinkedIn. And if that's where the attention is going, then I think it's really important to find a way. Mm-hmm. If you're a business or a brand or so, you know, entrepreneur or something, to find a way to incorporate LinkedIn into your strategy and um, yeah, create yeah, content of, for it.
0: There was a lot of cultivation um, in the early days of Facebook. I think getting it to a point where it was a really attractive ad platform, and and maybe we're seeing LinkedIn. Well, now that Microsoft bought them or something, maybe someone behind the scenes is sowing the seeds for it to become yeah the next. Must have advertising platform. Mm. Well, it's massive, isn't it? It's yeah. gonna happen. Yeah.
1: I okay. I wrote down a stat. Something like it. it so LinkedIn has grown from a hundred million to five hundred million. I want to say daily users, or just users. Mm. I'm gonna say users. Yep. In the last few years, that's nuts. That's a huge growth. I mean, obviously, I don't think it's gonna be comparable to like the growth on Facebook or the growth on mm. Instagram. I'm not too sure. Want to check that out because it's really interesting. Mm.
0: Different, different. Look, if you. <sighs> Okay, Facebook has broader appeal. Um, advertisers want to reach these people um, They don't necessarily want to be reached. Mm. Whereas with LinkedIn, different proposition. You can have a smaller uh, bunch of people, but they are on mm-hmm. there for business reasons. They are, you know, employed. They're, you know, we know what industry they're in, and they're they're on there for a reason. So it mm. yeah. might be a hotter target. Yes.
2: Yeah. And then just to compare, um, users. For um, LinkedIn to Facebook. Mm. Facebook over the last year went from 15 to 16 million. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
2: I um, think. Is that in
1: Australia Instagram? though? Because this is like worldwide. Oh, Just sorry. Di- and yeah. that's
2: only Australia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so there's like quite a lot of opportunity. I guess if we go global.
1: What's oh, wasn't got LinkedIn like, on there? No, um, no don't <laughs> have LinkedIn.
2: Just Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, recruit
1: Ah. Uh, you should put like a little post it sticky on that. <laughs> Just like LinkedIn, Maybe. I think oh, I'm not
2: right. too sure it would show up in the bar. And like the size of LinkedIn, we'll <laughs> have to look at the stats, and then I can include that in the next report. But yeah, I think it, there's still a lot of opportunity there. I've even yeah. seen competitors coming out now. Like I know there's a there's there's a small um, there's a small brand starting up that's trying to compete in the beta, in the professionals space, yeah. um, that networking type space, by coming out with a mobile version that's in a Tinder format. For right. you to go through jobs and then update your profiles yeah. as well, so I think that's a hybrid between you know having your own personal profile mm. there as well as maybe being something like a seek, mm. so you can be able to
0: consume, find out what yeah. jobs you want, swipe, 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 choose that. Yeah, because LinkedIn kind of downplay that. I mean, they, it's it's come to the fore recently, but it's still not number one priority. Mm. Um, but I do feel like that would be it. Big incentive for someone to try to get into that market, but it would be very, very difficult. Because Seiko pretty damn good.
2: I think it's good. Yeah. I think it's worth trying, My um, doing a hybrid of that and LinkedIn and then doing it by mobile. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's so smart.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, we have changed our social media strategy in the last, I think, three weeks to be heavily reliant on LinkedIn. Okay. Um And so I think it was just in the last week or last two weeks alone mm. we've actually received couple leads from LinkedIn through that. Um, I think the only next step for us not only but it's all like a learning Mm -hmm. ever changing is that I know I have to be a little bit more active on LinkedIn like I write forever as we can see but um, yeah I think that I actually would have something of value to contribute to LinkedIn. I just Mm. I personally just haven't valued it for myself yet Um, but yeah I think I actually do need to Get in there.
2: Need a strategy. Hold
1: my beer. No, I don't... Hold <laughs>
2: my I don't know. Yeah.
1: something might be like, hold something and then I'll get in there. <laughs> oh,
0: gotcha.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I'll jump into LinkedIn and write some article. I wonder what my first article yep. would be about. I don't know.
0: It's a challenge. I would
1: start softly. Something like...
2: Just don't mention Batman.
1: No, I wouldn't mention Batman. I wouldn't mention Batman. I would start like a really just kind of very like... I don't know. Something about Facebook video. Yeah. And then my next post would be about being a woman in the tech industry.
0: Yeah, that's good. Bam! Just right
1: that's in really there. Just, yeah. What you can do, ladies. It's the, uh, the the one two. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Bam. You
0: yeah, know, I've had I've had like oh my notes, um, my iCloud notes uh, is out of control and dating back to probably twenty thirteen. I've been Jotting down ideas of things I want to write about, and mm-hmm. it will happen one day, Jess.
1: Will it though? It's twenty seventeen. So well. It's almost twenty eighteen. <laughs> oh my god, I'm almost twenty four. No, Like right. it's almost <laughs> twenty eighteen. <2018. laughs> it's like it's time to start, dude. I believe it. We're just gonna do a list. I believe it. Okay. Twenty four, she says it. Must be true. We just like you just gotta start. Yeah, I reckon. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I think that's what I have to do as well.
2: Yeah, yeah but it's all about. Uh, yeah, again, I guess going back to that question like figure out what the thing is that's most important <laughs> to question, you yeah. Yeah. there was a question <laughs> so figure out what's most important to you and then plan around that mm-hmm. um if it is about networking with people then fine if it's about trying to get on linkedin because you want to headhunt or you want to mm-hmm. better position yourself for a new job or to be able to connect with other people to be able to network with them or you know expand your own um kind of prospect list then mm-hmm. then do that but yeah whatever it is you really have to know what the reason is you're doing it mm-hmm. for at the start.
1: So, Is it, did, was it the question? Yeah, nice, that was it. Um Does anyone want to make any further corrections relevant to, or not relevant to, Batman? No, we're good. Or the Batman universe? No, 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 we, we,
0: I think we got there. Well, I just want to say that Justice League looks terrible, and I didn't enjoy Wonder Woman, and I really don't know what they're doing. You didn't enjoy Wonder Woman. Do you Wonder feel Woman? better
1: now that you got that up? Did you, did you enjoy Wonder Woman?
2: I don't mind Wonder Woman. Okay. Half as much as I minded BVS. What's that? Batman oh, versus Superman. Superman.
1: I didn't. Oh, that. there's a, pro- I have a problem. Ben Affleck. Steel. Yeah. Okay.
2: I don't mind Ben Affleck particularly. I what think about was,
1: Ben Affleck as Batman, good. though?
2: Yeah. Like no, no, no. As Batman is what I mean. Oh, I, I don't okay. Mind him, but... Yeah,
1: I have a Ben Affleck problem. Like I have a problem mm. with Ben Affleck. He so, and I, I go way back.
0: I've so. seen. I've seen. Two seconds of him as Batman in Suicide Squad. Was he in Wonder Woman? Hey. I'm hazy, I can't oh. remember. I don't even know if he was I, feel like I don't he even was know if that time, was him, was I feel like he might have been. I watched that movie in two halves and when you do that, you're not gonna like that movie. If you watch oh, it in two really? halves, you're gonna not enjoy that movie. Which if, one? If you're Suicide Squad. No, um Wonder Woman.
1: Did you enjoy Suicide Squad?
0: Oh, I didn't mind it, it as a popcorn movie. I thought that was all right.
1: Popcorn Yeah, yeah.
0: You know. I think I saw it after the, like the negative hype was had come and kind of started to peter and my it. wife both enjoyed it we, we really
1: liked it i enjoyed yeah. it and yeah. i actually thought props to jared leto for the joker because yeah. like coming after heath ledger to do the joker i mean that was like pretty mm. that was tough mm-hmm. but i actually really it was kind of a mix between heath ledger and jack nicholson like if yeah. heath ledger's joker and jack nicholson's yeah. cho- joker choker, the choker. yeah choker. <laughs> had a child it would be jared leto's. jared leto's choker yeah. I yeah. thought it was very cool.
2: Well, I'm sure a couple of people like you felt it was cool.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I mean, i, I just... I'm just you, saying. Sorry, <laughs> so you mean the movie
2: or the Joker? The, the Joker. J- oh, so you, you didn't think so it, you didn't like you, it? You liked the movie, you didn't like the Joker. Just oh, meh. I don't know. Like, it just kind of didn't cloak. Okay. Oh. That's probably the reason why he's not being cast for the next Joker Are you serial? Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember um, who's directing it, um, but it's... Yeah. Wait. Is it Scorsese, I think, that's gonna do do oh, it? Oh, that's Ringing bells. Stop and it'll be in, like it. an eighties take on the Joker in that kind of oh, microcosm. So similar good. to how DC Movies does or DC as a brand and their animated brands will mm. do their just pocket mm. kind of yeah timelines or, or storylines. I love it. Well
1: wow. I want I so, want to see that movie. I'm just saying, like you if, said if Martin was Scorsese good, and I was like, be, no, yeah. Is it Martin Scorsese? I think it or is. Martin Scorsese, because we're Aussies. I think it's Martin Scorsese. <laughs> like Antonio Banderas. <Ben-Pettis>.
0: Yeah. <laughs> cool. Alright, uh, thanks again for listening. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and watching. And reading.
0: And listening. And looking. What do we
1: do listening? We do listening and looking and learning yeah. mm-hmm. and learning. all that kind of stuff. Thank you so much. Um you can email us podcast at bam.com.au or you can tweet us at Bam Creative if you have any further Batman corrections.
2: Yeah.
0: Cinnamon
1: send them in we'll all we'll reply one by one to you <laughs> with different different opinions <laughs> with different opinions thanks yeah. so much for watching listening looking learning I don't know whatever thanks guys thank you, Bye. See you. Good job.